0: Hello everyone. So we're in the house today and this is a continuation of our rather spontaneous conversation that we had on the beach yesterday. And as so often happens, especially when we're talking about current events, five minutes after the podcast goes out... There is a massive change, and it's almost um, not. It's not irrelevant straight away, but um, the, the drama has moved on massively. Ten minutes after the thing has actually gone out, so let's just continue. Just to recap, yesterday we were talking about the the Owen Patterson affair, which I'm sure you're all familiar with now, and how the Tories were robustly defending him and deciding that they wanted to change the process under which he had been found guilty, which would conveniently mean that they could never be found guilty of anything ever again, because they would now be in charge. And much to my surprise, later on that evening, Owen Paterson had actually resigned and i was uh, i mean this the tories resigning is a very rare thing the the kind of awful awful things that the tories have done and how they strenuously defended what's his name the eyesight guy dominic cummings cummings <laughs> after his, is uh, you know the, the the famous the famous eye test incident when he clearly broke the law and All of that sort of stuff, they just never, they never apologise and never resign. So the fact that he decided to resign was really, um, it was pretty, pretty surprising to me. And another thing that was very surprising is that the typically Tory supporting media and uh, particularly, most surprisingly, the Daily Mail were not on board with the recent shenanigans to completely destroy what little bit of democracy we've got left and uh, parliamentary uh, fairness, Mm. really. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) what are your thoughts on that today? Because we've been talking about that like a lot this morning, haven't we?
1: Well, yes, when we got back yesterday, uh, things had shifted. And uh, uh, the whole point of yesterday was to sort of discuss how you can kind of type the temperature with Twitter if you're fairly careful. Obviously, one has to be a bit circumspect. Uh, and not to confuse Twitter with the world, and realise that, that bubbles uh, are a thing. You know, you can inhabit your own kind of universe of discourse and completely get the wrong end of the stick because of the, the sort of blindnesses that, that that can create. I mean, the whole thing about social media at the moment is, is, the blindness, is the blindnesses that it creates, but of course it does have immense possibility. The internet still is full of possibility. A lot of it's been derailed. You know the the optimism of the early days of us early uptake people, when you could talk to people all around the world and discuss all manner of things in an interesting manner. You know we we're all a little bit disillusioned with that now, and the the point was to explore that and look, and see what we can use and what we can't use. And of course one of the things was was the Aaron Patterson amongst other topics that we discussed, the Aaron Patterson affair. And when we got back, I thought, "Well, I was just going to look at Twitter." And of course, it's it's. I started. They started coming through as I was looking. The first one, I, I thought, somebody's. Taking the piss because you can't tell when people are being ironic half the time. <laughs> you have to say, are oh, you being ironic? <laughs> and sometimes they're say, not it's being ironic. It's a world
0: ir- of rage, isn't it, on it's, Twitter, but it's also well, a, a world of, of humour yeah. as, as well. A zone yeah, of rage, yeah. but a zone
1: of, and there's a lot of parodic humour, which is rather, rather, I kind of find, fairly entertaining. But
0: you'd edited our podcast and put it out, I put and it then...
1: Out. Then I'd gone and had a look, yeah. And
0: then you had a look, well, and well, then, people then were saying, the oh, wave... It,
1: saying he's no longer a Member of Parliament, I think uh, somebody's taking the piece here. this is a parodic thing, you know. And then and then, then, there's the official announcement. And then 10 minutes later, there's like extracts of his letter of resignation. So you're going, what the fuck, you know? And then, it turns, then they're saying the government's done a U-turn. Then you get a clip of Ray Smog. Go on YouTube, get a clip of Ray Smog U-turning in his 18th century fashion, in his pompous, <laughs> idiotic fashion in the House of Commons. You're going, what the fuck? But apparently this is what transpired, just to set the record straight, they didn't tell him that they were going to U-turn.
0: Owen, Owen Patterson. He
1: didn't know that this U-turn was coming. But they U-turned... So and, they really
0: uh, threw him under the bus then?
1: Sort of, yeah. So Race Mogg's excuse, and presumably this is sort of the official cabinet line for U-turning, was that, well, we shouldn't treat an individual case as a reason to uh, revise the system you know, as as to have a, have a review of the system of dealing with complaints and wrongdoings on the part of Members of Parliament. And opposition parties had pretty well all refused. They said, well, we won't sit on this new committee that's going to be set up to discuss how we might uh, update the compliance procedure. Uh, and obviously something that's to do with the inner discipline of the House of Commons has to have all party support and so it wasn't going to get all party support and so they, they had to, they pretty well had, basically had to do, do the U-turn and this is, this is how Rhys Mogg uh, phrased it of course in all the pompous you know quasi-constitutional language he fancies himself a, an expert on the unwritten constitution
0: <laughs>
1: and thereby hangs another story the United Kingdom does need, desperately need to do what they did in Chile, which is have a, uh, a democratically elected panel to give us a constitution, a proper constitution. Maybe taking five years over it so it's utterly thorough and foolproof, as foolproof as you can get one, of course, none of them are completely foolproof. Slight aside there. So that was the excuse. And of course, it, it meant that everything had rolled back. And that Paterson would then be the following day subjected to a vote in the Commons, which would approve or, disapp- or disapprove of what the the panel, the you know the the the, the committee, the standing committee on conduct, whatever it's called, uh, had, 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 had sort of ruled. So there he was. So it, rather than face that, he resigned. So there'll now be a by-election in North Shropshire, which is a, a Tory stronghold. It's I a mean, fox-hunting country, you know. It's like, aren't there, yeah. aren't there any big cities up there? I,
0: I think, I wonder, though, if... Um, uh, well, well, because this is a, uh, a quite a rural community and um, the uh, the Tories have absolutely fucked over the farmers. Yeah, bre- um,
1: Brexit has not done most of them any favours. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're in pigs.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, and I haven't given them any help. And of course, the uh, the Labour shortage, which they haven't given them any help with. So I don't uh, there's probably not not a lot of love left there. And although mm. I was thinking maybe they wouldn't be able to bring themselves to vote Labour, mm. there was there's one by ele- uh, by election recently where the Liberal Democrats won, didn't they? Mm. And I wonder if they might actually do quite well out of this. But that's, again, a bit of an aside.
1: Yeah, well, we'll see. It, it, it's a huge majority. We'll see. And do bear in mind, people can double down in, in in against reason in the face of evidence. Human beings do this all the time. Yeah. It's, it's possibly one of the main reasons why we're fucked, you know. Even though, of course, you can go too far the other way and, and be driven mad by an excess of... Uh, rationalising everything yeah. as well but
0: the thing I like about this situation is the, the Tories have it's almost like they designed this to like piss off the maximum amount of people <laughs> yeah. right so the people who were against the horrible things that they were doing at the corruption of, of what's his face himself for a start um, and then, then Johnson and... do
1: you mean Johnson by what's his face
0: <laughs> oh yeah him but I yeah. mean Owen
1: uh, Pattison Patt- Pattison
0: yeah <laughs> uh, So the corruption of Patterson himself, of course, the people who uh, don't like that would be annoyed because that was sort of being defended and they were trying to get him not to face any sort of consequences for this horrible stuff that he'd done. And then the fact that they were trying to uh, change the system, game the system, so that they couldn't ever be found guilty of anything again. So that's really, really annoying. They forced their MPs... (laughs) to go on uh telly and defend the in- indefensible and get totally roasted and humiliated right so the people who were very annoyed with what they had done obviously were very annoyed but the people who supported what they had done are also now very annoyed because they've u-turned and forced the mps to go on and and, and look like absolute
1: Ch- charlatan idiots. Well, well, they've been made I to look foolish and B to look corrupt. So and even the male selfish.
0: can't stand it. So it's even like the they've, they've just annoyed everybody. So I, I feel, I actually feel quite happy today. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, some somebody said, again, in the Twitterverse, there was quite, a, i watched, just read quite a long thread, you know, in a discussion. It's pre- pretty well a bunch of lefties and pro-NHS people, these kind of people. But saying, have you noticed, you know, that even the males turning on on, on Johnson, what does it mean? And I actually replied to that because we've been saying for, for probably for a few we've months, been now, the science, we've been seeing the signs. They're slowly, t- it's like boiling a frog, you know. Yeah. They're slowly turning up the heat. Yeah. On Johnson, he's in the hot, he's in the water. It starts off cool, but they're slowly turning it up, and they're doing it very subtly. But we notice and it's all across the right wing media. In other words, the media. I don't know what we yeah. have. Yeah. You, you know, you don't don't need to precede it with the qualifier <laughs> right wing. They're pretty well all right wing, you know. And they've been slowly turning on him and his cabal yeah. in different degrees and in different ways. And it's partly to, to create the uh, illusion that we do have a democracy and we have open discussion. This is managed opposition or controlled opposition. But at the same time, you, you can see that there are parts of the oligarchy, factions of the oligarchy, are, 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 are finding that in the Tories in their present incarnation, and Johnson in particular, are becoming a liability. Now, in this vein, and we've been saying, as I said, we've been saying for ages, that they're, they're, they're turning on him. They're getting ready to, to do some kind of a switchover. And he probably won't be the leader for that much, much longer. That's one scenario. But another scenario is they might be trying to do, or oh, that can run in parallel, if you like, because they're edging their bets. They might be trying to do a Tony Blair and have a Starmer, you know, a, Quas- a Blair Mark II Starmer, a government that's, you know, it's going to throw the, the working class a few more scraps. Because I think the, ol- the oligarchs are smelling the anger of the mob.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: And when I say mob, uh, please don't think I'm being rude about ordinary people. Mob, mob is just a short um, popular term <laughs> <laughs> arising in the 17th century or something. It stands for the Latin mobili vulgaris, which stands for the movable, mobile mass of people, the mass of the people. So there's that scenario, that they're preparing Stormer. Now, Stormer has been anointed by Murdoch, as Blair was. He was lowered a column, a big column, in The Sun.
0: Did you ever read it? Because I didn't read it.
1: Uh, I did, yeah. I can't remember much. It was just the usual platitudinous shite that he comes out with, uh, with with no content.
0: Do you think it would uh, make The Sun readers think, oh, that's a good chap, we'll vote for him next time? It
1: might do, yeah, because they, you know, they... they... (laughs) It's aimed at people who fall, fall for that kind of shit. They know exactly, with an amazing <laughs> amount of precision, exactly what kind of shit to feed, feed their readership. Yeah. And there are 800,000 of them. Mm. It's not the two or three million that it has been in the past, but still 800,000 people is mm. he, nevertheless significant. And uh, now in this vein, we've got this slow turning the heat upon Johnson, and it's now getting quite hot, and, and some of his, his coterie. Some of them are quite favourable towards Gove. Remember, Gove's ex wife, who he's now ne- estranged from, was a journalist with, with the Mail. There's still a journalist with the Mail.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's she called?
0: Sarah Vine.
1: Sarah Vine, yeah, that's right. And Rishi Sunak, of course, is being you know, made oh, to look he's good. He's
0: manoeuvring and himself. He's trying to make position. himself
1: look good with this, actually, this greenwash yeah. around, uh, which we talked about yesterday, around. Finance and the Bank of England and so forth. This thing that he's worked up with Carney about, you know, investment, all the all the world's big investment banks and um, wealth management funds, being encouraged to invest in in, in low carbon or no carbon or in decarbonisation and to and to be, and to phase out investment in fossil fuels and so forth.
0: Which sounded pretty it's, exciting. It sounds I great, but when you discover
1: in the small print, it's all voluntary and where yeah. are the teeth? You know, yeah. so the problem there. So he's being manoeuvred, but of course Starmer is being manoeuvred as well. Now, in that vein, today, I watch this. Th-
0: this is the cherry on top. I watch
1: a thing on YouTube, on the, the Daily Mail's YouTube channel, right, in which they gave Keir Starmer two minutes, one one minute twenty seconds, or whatever it was. You know, just to a slot in which there's no interviewer. No presenter, no critical commentary. Just Keir Starmer, face on, open neck shirt, poppy. White shirt, but got the poppy. Was right. there a
0: flag in the background?
1: No flag. <laughs> just be, very blank. Just standing there and, and, and just saying, it's corruption, whichever way you look at it, it's corruption. And actually, it, having a go at the Tories, in in a semi-robust manner, for him, a robust yeah. manner. I mean, more could be made of it, but of course... That might not play so well with the Daily Ma- The Daily Mail re- readers might be sort of quite like this impression of circumspection of the lawyer, you know. But nevertheless, saying it in very bold terms, this is corruption whichever way you look at it. Mm. Bear in mind that, he, that Starmer was the director of public prosecutions when all the cash for questions were prosecuted because some of that stuff...
0: So he actually that, prosecuted that, the Tories, did that, that
1: previous scandal... Yeah. There were people who, who committed criminal offences parliamentarians who committed criminal offences. And, and Starmer uh, was the one who prosecuted them. So oh, anyway, that's got but, to feel like a bit is, of
0: a kick in the nads is the, is the,
1: what, what is the significance of here of the Daily Mail, the Daily Hoyle, the paper that supported Hitler,
0: that peddles
1: hatred without shame yeah. on a daily basis, gives Keir Starmer Blair Mark II, right? An open goal. Uh, uh, you know, a, a, well, a complete... Yeah. Slot to do with as he will, you know. Presumably, if he'd have said, said something a bit too intense, they might have took him off. They might not have published it, but the point is they published it. It had been out. It had been out three minutes when I watched it. That's all, and it had had four hundred and thirty-three.
0: Their front page was pretty vicious, I thought, yeah. against yeah. the Tories. Yeah,
1: yeah. Now, the thing to bear in mind about the Daily Mail as well is that the the, the Daily Mail website is a lot more liberal, presumably because it's addressed. Internet users, younger generation, yeah, yeah, than the the newsprint, which is addressed at at old people, you know, people even older than boomers, you know. So bear all that in mind, but nevertheless, reading the runes, I say significance, (laughs) significance there. Now another thing in the light of what you said is, I mean, we we sort of made a thing about uh, what the Tories were doing with this attempt to, to roll back accountability. Was to protect them from all the investigations that are going to happen regarding COVID, regarding contracts for PPA and all the rest of it. And I think there is something in there. It's a general pushing back against against accountability, and they've done this ever since uh, they've been in power. Well, and, and Johnson has particularly done it far more than Theresa May uh, did it. Theresa May was a much more uh, old, old style. You know, parliamentarian, but Johnson. You yeah, know, I mean, he tried all that stuff with proroguing parliament oh, and all the rest of it, yeah. and then tries to tries to stimmy the, you know, the um, the role of of uh, of judges, uh, and you know, in in in, in the They're um,
0: constantly trying to put themselves above the law.
1: Well, 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 they make the law. Of course, they can. You know, parliament is sovereign, but there there is a sort of a. a a way in which you can use the system to break the system. And, of course, Johnson has consistently been doing that. Mm. Uh, Basically, with a view to uh, intensifying, increasing, magnifying the power of the executive, in other words, of the people that sit in the cabinet room around the table. So a few handfuls of people having... Pretty well, total power, dictatorial, authoritarian power. Yeah. It claims to be a libertarian, but yeah. every libertarian is a, is a closet fascist, you know. Mm. In that sense, in that right wing sense of libertarian. Johnson just
0: wants to work his way up to dictatorship, doesn't he?
1: Well, well, yeah. So that's the situation. But of course, what what the what the uh, the alternative media have been saying, and some of the mainstream media have been saying, he says but it's actually about Wallpaper guys <laughs> but, John Johnson spent 200-odd K on re, refurbishing the flat above number 10 for him and, and Carrie, and, they're, they're, one and half, they're one kid and the kid on the way.
0: And it's so awful, you'd just rather be blind than look at it as well, which yeah, makes it even I mean, funnier. No taste, <laughs> you know, just
1: no taste, of course. You know, yeah. we're expecting Hideous. to have any fucking taste. Yeah. But he should, he should let us design it for him. We'll paint the walls bright yellow, you know, <laughs> bright cream, bright turquoise. But... um. Where was I going with that? So it was investigated for that because the money was donated and it was sort of hidden behind the Tory party. The block. There was some shenanigans around the money that he got for it. He didn't pay for it himself. He's got no money. He spends it all on maintenance or something, I don't know, or childcare, whatever. He uh, was investigated for that. But not on not under not under MPs' conduct, but under under ministerial conduct rules. There's a ministerial code, and ministers can be investigated if they thought to have breached the ministerial code. And he was investigated under that by somebody who I think he appointed himself, Lord somebody, Lord. I can't remember the guy's name. Anyway, a guy who'd, who 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 had been given a peerage by the Tories, I believe. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, he's well, uh,
0: going to be very impartial, then. I'm well, sure. well,
1: previously he'd been the private secretary to the Queen, right? So, so he's a right-lefty, mm-hmm. private secretary to the Queen. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's obviously some kind of fucking communist, right? <laughs> and this guy, this guy gets appointed to investigate the the, the funding of the, the flat refurb, and it turns turns out that he finds well, no, there's no, there's no crime to answer here. There's nothing to, you know, nothing to say here. Carry on, but. Johnson is also uh, being investigated. Because he's an MP, he can be investigated under that. And the Commissioner for Conduct in Parliament, for the conduct of MPs, they've got a Commissioner who oversees this, uh, one uh, Catherine Stone, is going to decide shortly whether to investigate Johnson in his role as an MP. Oh, well,
0: he really wants to get her out the way, doesn't well, he? Well,
1: you know, so, so the story so, is... She's,
0: it sounds like she's got actually got quite a lot of integrity.
1: So, so, yeah, the story is that the whole thing is to get rid of her. <laughs> oh, and, in fact, uh, um, quasi coat anger, which is my nickname for quasi <laughs> uh, uh, coat whatever he's called, quasi coat Actually said, you know, on national TV, he said, well, she should consider her position <laughs> the fucking idiot. Mm. You know, she's got she's she, whatever you think. She's of very her,
0: well qualified for the job.
1: She's qualified for the job and she and she does it she's a jobsworth, you know, you call her a jobsworth, but maybe you want a jobsworth in that position. Well
0: you do with Johnson.
1: So this is probably a good point to 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 to, to um it's obvious why you'd be after her. Mm. You know. Uh Dominic Cummings meanwhile, uh, you know, the, uh, he's it's attacking, tw- from the
0: attacking from the rear. He's
1: <laughs> attacking from the rear in t- tweeting g- going all over <laughs> Twitter saying John Johnson's going for for um Catherine Stone, right? For obvious reasons. Follow the hashtag follow the money, <laughs> you know, and and, and Carrie is is he's, is he's always leaking shit. This, that and the other. I mean, hell hath no fury like a spad scorn, you <laughs> I know?
0: know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the little bitch him, you know. Yeah. So all that's going on, but it's a good point here. I would I think to, to just to elucidate how this this this, this committee complaints structure. Works. First of all, there's a commissioner, which is this Catherine Stone at the moment, and she, she's very well qualified. She's done all kinds of all kinds of stuff, and uh, obviously v- very serious in in investigating things. Now she investigates a complaint as she did against Owen Paterson, makes a decision as to what she thinks is the verdict, guilty, not guilty, and what the punishment should be. 30-day suspension, big deal. Should have been like 35 years in fucking Belmarsh. I
0: know. You know, and she can go
1: walk round the yard with uh, uh, Julian Assange, you know. (laughs) Except, of course, he's not allowed to walk round the yard with anybody. Mm. Right. So, she decides that. Then it goes to the Parliamentary Committee, which consists of MPs, you know, and and it's a cross-party. Obviously, the Tories have got a majority in the Commons, therefore there's a majority on the committee. The committee then reinvestigates and they'll listen to witnesses, or they'll take written statements from witnesses, and they decide whether the Commissioner has made the right decision. Right? And they decided, including the Tory MPs on, on that committee... that He, he was guilty he as was, hell! That he, was, ..that he was unequivocally guilty and that 30 days was, was appropriate. Then it goes to Parliament and they have a vote on it. This is the stage it reached the other day. And, of course, Andrea Leadsom put, put in this, this jiggery-pokery about, you know, throwing it out, because Parliament decides whe- whether, whether to uphold the decision of the committee, which has decided whether to uphold the decision of the, the, you know, the, the detailed investigation that's been done by the the commissioner. And they're saying it's not thorough enough, there's no room for appeal. The guy can appeal all the way down the road, he can provide evidence all the way down the road, you know. Mm. So it was obviously a scam. And our point that we made yesterday, we need perhaps not to correct it exactly, because obviously if they can push back this accountability, they can push back other accountabilities, including the shit that they're going to get when they're investigated for Covid, yeah. They're, going to be, they're, going to, they're going to be at the Hague, mate, you know. Mm. Slight exaggeration, but their incompetence is off the scale. Yeah. So that's, that, those are my comments on what, what you said. Uh, I think the, the anger, my, my impression is that the anger is still going, as you said, there, even the gutter press are turning against them. But this has been on the cards from before this incident. They've been turning up the heat very slowly. You have to be fairly discerning to notice it. But it's definitely been there. And Starmer is quietly being groomed. He's being rewarded for, for purging the left. Mm. You know. Meanwhile, the Labour Party's in trouble because they got hacked and everybody's details got, got hacked is names and addresses, phone numbers, this kind of stuff. And they've had to inform everybody that they've been hacked. You will have had an email, if you look in your email. But... All over Twitter, they've people have left the party when Starmer got in because they didn't, or when he welched on the on his promise to uphold the uh, twenty nineteen manifesto, and he's basically just expunged that, and that's why people voted for him because they thought, well, a man in a suit can do all the forensic shit, and uh, has promised to um, implement this and push for this socialist programme, mildly socialist programme. So a lot of people left when he welched on that, a lot of people left when he got elected leader. But all those people are still on labor records, which actually is against data protection law. Once, once somebody leaves, you're supposed to expunge their data. You're not allowed to kind of keep data forever. But they've all had letters saying we're very sorry. Dear colleague, we're very sorry. So they're now, like, ganging up and, and mm. crowdfunding and all this to take legal action against the Labour Party, which has been spending a million pounds, I don't know, it's a million pounds a week or a million pounds a month on legal actions that are being taken by people against them for all the, all the shenanigans that have gone on in, inside the party, you know, and, and, and the rivenness of the party. So meanwhile, they're still being groomed for this, but of course Murdoch's quite pleased. that They're they're fighting like cat and dog, the left left and the right, because it'll end up with a a, a nice, tame kitchen cabinet, a la Blair. Mm. A lot of the left will have been purged. And you'll you'll get a a, a slightly uh, more human face for capitalism, but only slightly. Yeah, you'll still be getting this 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 kind of austerity and all the rest of it.
0: I mean, if they do call an early election and because of all of this shit that's going on, uh, Labour mm. do win, it's going to be a weak hurrah, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you'll be pleased. You'll be pleased and get some schadenfreude out of out, out of
0: the Tories being defeated.
1: That would yeah. be nice. But that yeah.
0: I get more more uh, more pleasure out of that yeah. than. Uh, then you know Starmer and the uh, his, yeah. and his new New, new Labour. But you, you can you can say power. that you can
1: say that a new New Labour getting it would diffuse some of the 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 not all of it, but some of the resentment and, and anger that's bubbling under the surface. Yeah. And the you know there are no open calls for a revolution. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. revolution will be televised. It will be all over Twitter and it will be going off phones.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Well, live streaming from live
1: streaming from their iPhones and their Androids right the way into the internet until the government tries to turn the internet off. And there's another question.
0: Yeah. Anyway, we must uh, we must be off. Uh, Pete has a a meeting over the internet with some human beings to attend to, so uh, we need to. I think we need to have our dinner before then so we're going to go and crack on with that so I hope everyone found that interesting <laughs> a little bit of the spontaneity for the day and uh, continuing the saga of what we started talking about yesterday I hope you're all well and your apocalyptic experiences have been <laughs> positive and interesting so far and we'll speak to you again soon
1: May you live in interesting times? make knowledge great again